about game development and the diverse people who make it. My name is Jasmine. I'm a 3D environment artist from Cologne, Germany. And my name is Ash, and I'm a freelance 3D environment artist in North Carolina, USA. And today's special guest is Sadi Fofana. He is an environment artist at Valkyrie Entertainment and is working on a new God of War. And we're super excited to have him on here today. Thank you, Sadi, for coming on. Yeah, totally. Thanks for coming on. I feel like uh, something that may have not been mentioned before is like when Jasmine and I were coming up with this podcast and trying to find people to come on, I messaged Sadi months ago months and months and months ago and i was like hey do you think you want to come on ever and then he was like yeah and then months and months pass and uh i was really worried that like you know messaging you out of the blue that you would be like oh man you know my schedule is full i'm not really interested but you were still really like chilling down to come on so thanks a lot for that uh we really appreciate oh, it no. yeah no yes. worries like uh I'm one of those people that is like, uh, if it's either like two days or like two months, like I'm okay with that. Like, uh, <laughs> I love that. I, I, I'm kind of like always lost in like what I'm doing, so like uh, sure. I kind of tend to get lost track of time, if that makes mm. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we we that's... appreciate the the go the go with the flow nature. That's really nice of you. Um, so coming on into our first topic, kind of just get like a general feel for you as a person and a little bit of your history. Uh, I wanted to know about how you got into game art and kind of like your education history and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, let's start there. Yeah. So like, uh, I think at first, like when I started, at least like doing 3D in general, like uh I was going for, like, uh, animation uh, in high school, and uh, it was just to be like, okay, I'll just do 3D and submit this in as work and hopefully get it, like, easy A, but, like, uh, later on, like, uh, it it went from, like, uh, you know, like, being like, okay, this is just schoolwork to then really tinkering around with, like, uh, 3D modeling and stuff and being like, yeah, like, I think I actually like this, so, like, let me continue on this but like uh at that point i didn't know exactly what i wanted to do so like uh mm-hmm. i i kind of went for like animation at first and uh over the years like uh, during college and stuff uh i kind of realized like animation wasn't my thing it, mm-hmm. and i wanted to do something different and i realized i really liked modeling uh and making scenes and environments so like uh kind of decided to go into games for this and uh i thought like being an environment artist would be a great fit for like uh you know starting off on that path yeah that's like i feel like in a sense like we have similar backgrounds in in that respect because like i didn't think that i would go in the game art direction either like my degree says i'm a character animator uh, I can't animate a single thing, uh, but like I thought that I wanted to go into animation to, I guess, like even like more like hand drawing animation and stuff like that. But I think I also kind of like I kind of got like thrown into like modeling stuff and then it kind of like clicked, I guess. 
and then here we are but like I, it kind of makes me wonder because you're i don't i i don't really well i guess maybe this is just me i i'm interested in hearing from a lot of people like how they got into doing the thing that they're doing because like if you started in animation and you're um more into game art now like i i wonder how many other people have been like oh yeah i was a fine arts person or yeah i was a biology student or whatever like i feel like their game art attracts a lot of people from a lot of different paths to like do the thing and that's kind of why it's so so fun sometimes to like meet mm -hmm. different people with different perspectives and stuff um but but yeah like um also i wanted to know a little bit about what your experience was post-grad so like you did you go to like a what's the word did you go to like a four-year university or did you go to like a like a three-year sort of like like certificate sort of deal does that make sense it's a question um yeah yeah like uh i think uh i started off uh, in a four-year but like uh unfortunately i only did one semester and i was like mm -hmm. uh there's some stuff with like uh either between like uh, funding and me not really vibing with like animation. Those were the mm -hmm. two factors where I was like, okay, I think I might take a break from school and mm -hmm. hopefully study this stuff on my own. And uh, it kind of got to a point where like, uh, I, I was kind of self-teaching myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, and there, there are things that are social stuff that I learned in like a university where like I, I'm forever grateful for, but uh, I was like, yeah, at, I think uh, at home stuff will be good for me for mm -hmm. now. Uh, in the in the field, I want to, you know. Plus, I don't want the the loans, all those loans. Oh, don't remind <laughs> me. Yeah, that's don't true. remind me. Yeah, but that's a big I'm... mood that you actually realize that you would be better off studying by yourself because. Um, yeah, that's what I also realized after one year at uni. Like, as you said, it's great for socializing, coming out of your shell, you know, um, having your first contacts with people have like similar interests to you, at least in a similar direction. Because I guess at high, in high school, it's very broad what everyone's into, but at least at uni, it gets a bit narrowed down. But for the actual learning part, sometimes it can be tough if it's not the exact field you want to do. Like mm -hmm. animation is so different to environment art, so you couldn't really probably get right. much out of that to apply it to environment art i guess exactly and uh it's like a weird like experimentation where it's like uh you gotta mm. really see like okay like uh do i uh you gotta evaluate like okay how what do i want to do mm. with the art that like i'm doing and how do i i know like for the most part it's not just solely about monetization but it's more like how can I turn this art into a career path yeah. mm -hmm. in a way? And like, what field do I want to go to? And I don't know, like, uh, for me, like, it's been like a mix of trial and errors in some ways where I was like, oh, okay, like, uh, I learned from some mistakes, but I didn't learn from others. Let's see how can I prove upon that and stuff. Mm -hmm. no. Like, what I've been thinking about a lot lately is like like there's a concept of um not knowing what you don't know 
And when you know what you don't know, then you can like make the decision to like get yourself on the path to knowing those things. And it kind of sounds like your experience was like, like I'm in school for a second and I know that the things I don't know, which are the things that I want to do is more like modeling and game art stuff. So like stopping school and like self like doing the self-taught route like how do you how do you how did you figure that out because my my experience was a lot different right um where I didn't even know that this was gonna happen uh but I feel like kind of like what can help people is like figuring it out sooner if that makes sense so Mm -hmm. was it just that you had like a goal in mind after like going through school for a little bit and then something kind of like clicked where it's like oh man i actually realize now that the things that i want to do are more like video game related like how does that make sense as a question yeah yeah like uh i guess like for me like i didn't knew like right then and there that like i wanted to go into games uh, at that mm. point like uh, all i knew was like uh that i liked 3d modeling and mm. I wasn't really feeling like comfortable in school and it took me a while to kind of understand where it was like okay like uh bit by bit like I'm I'm researching and studying like uh these types of like mm-hmm. uh job types and uh I guess like for me like uh after after high school not high school after college uh I was pretty much just like working in warehouses and stuff and uh after work doing the stuff in my free time and uh, it got to a point where like uh I was just like dabbling with stuff where I was like okay like uh let me see how Unreal Engine works or like uh mm. how this other program works compared to like uh just doing Blender and stuff and uh mm-hmm. I guess it was more baby steps and like in my side of things where it it was more like trial and error, but like uh, mm. those errors weren't like setbacks in a way. Like wow. uh, to be, yeah, to be honest, like uh, errors aren't like, I mean, errors are setbacks, but like not like big setbacks yeah. because mm-hmm. you can always like learn from those experiences yeah. and build on uh, upon that. And I think for me, like uh, it, it got to a point where I was like, yeah, like let me see. Uh, how games go and uh, see like what scene I can make, and even if it doesn't look as good, uh, hopefully like uh, I could use the stuff that I learned from uh, that so-called failed scene and uh, yeah. work on a, something new and continue to, you know, uh, work on it. And I don't know. It, it took me a lot longer to realize. Okay, I wanted to get into games uh, uh, when I left college and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was wondering how long was that phase from when you left college and then like now for example <laughs> that you got your job oh. like how many years was in between? I think that might be interesting to know for people. Oh yeah, I guess like it was 3 years oh, at least wow. like uh yeah, I, I know it seems a little long but like uh, no, it's actually no. very short. No. I feel like I feel like that's maybe on the shorter if not average side. Yeah. Honestly, I think yeah. um yeah, but sorry continue and then I'll say what I was thinking. Oh, oh no, like uh yeah, like I don't know, like for me like it it kind of felt long uh, in a way where like mm. uh 
I think uh, I continued to stay in San Francisco and uh, worked a couple odd jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, I know, like, uh, I did a mix of, like, uh, working at music venues and, like, uh, bike rentals. And, like, uh, <laughs> I wasn't really feeling that. At least, like, with the music venue side, I was like, okay, like, uh, I love this job. I love the people yeah. here. But, like, uh, I don't want to do this, like, mm. for a very long time. So, like, uh, there, there are some moments where, like, uh, I was talking to my sister up in Washington uh, and I was like, hey, like, how is it there? Like, uh, are there, like, any good jobs, like, uh, to see, like, here? And I, like, mm. she was like, yeah. And uh, maybe a few months later, I kind of decided to move up here. And mm. uh, I feel like that was one of the better decisions in my life because, like, uh, one of the jobs that I previously worked at was, like, a wood staining company. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was, like, this small, like, tight-knit warehouse and, like... Uh, the people in the warehouse knew that I wanted to go into video games for the oh, most no. part. And, like, uh, I'll kind of be like, oh, like, uh, talk about the stuff that I make and all that. Mm -hmm. And, like, uh, it, there'd be times where, like, uh, there was, like, yeah, like, they're, they're like, on board 100% on that stuff. Oh. And uh, I don't know. It's It was weird because before then, like, all the other jobs I did, like, uh, it, it it wasn't that way where like people are like, Oh shit, that's cool. Like it was just like nine to five, uh, work, uh, get your dough and then like mm. head out the door. But like that warehouse was like, yeah, like go ahead and do it. And <laughs> my previous boss, Steve was like, yeah, like, uh, go like, uh, if you feel like this is what you want to do, then go for it. And mm. I don't know. It, it was like a weird teaching moment where like mm. before then I was just like focused on, why guy do focus on like okay i gotta pay the rent uh maybe if i have time do some 3d but for the most part just focus on work go home sleep and then wash and repeat you know but like now like uh being here i was like yeah, i kind of learned to socialize a little bit more and stop uh isolating myself in a in a weird way if that makes sense um, oh, yeah. like but yeah, like, uh, I think those skills kind of helped me, like, develop myself as an artist, too, where it's like, okay, like, now, I, now I'm starting to learn how to interact with people a little bit more, mm. and luckily, like, Valkyrie was nice enough to, like, accept me uh, into, like, uh -huh. their, their company, and, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> and talking, like, talking to the amazing people there, I was like, damn, like, I, I never met any artists, any other 3D artists face-to-face, until mm -hmm. that point, like, uh, but yeah, like, it was, like, weird, because uh, at the same time, my mom was, like, supportive, but at the same time, hesitant. Mm -hmm. Of course. About, like, about the skill, I mean, or, like, mm -hmm. this career path, mm -hmm. and yeah, uh, I kind of felt like I had to continue at this so, like, I don't let her down in a way mm -hmm. where, like, okay, like, I left college and... Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, this is what I have to get better at, or else, like, what then? Uh, I don't want to work in a warehouse, all, yeah. you know? It's, yeah, yeah, if that makes sense. No, yeah. completely cool. makes sense. Um, there's a couple things I relate to you with that as well. But um, so, before I forget my thought, what I was going to say about the, um, like, you taking three years to kind of do the thing, I think that's um, 
really normal. And I really want to stress that also for people who are like listening to this or, you know, finding this or whatever is that I think because of like, there's just like a lot of factors. And I think most of them have to do with social media, unfortunately, or like even on ArtStation, you can get on ArtStation and it's like people are constantly uploading things or someone with like, like, I don't know, like a, a bajillion years of experience could just like bust out some like environment art in like, like two months or like 30 days or something. And it'd be super like impressive. And then people who are trying to learn, you know, um, can be really hard on themselves. I know I've been really hard on myself before, like being upset that like work that I make isn't to the quality of some senior environment artist person who's been in the exactly. industry before when I was graduating <laughs> high school. Like like unbelievable like expectations. And I feel like uh what's actually more true is that it just kind of takes like a lot of patience. Like art just does be yeah. in and like the trial, the trial and error sort of thing. And like you, you brought up a really good point about not seeing like making errors as like true setbacks like that's really really positive and and i i and something that i hope to remember myself whenever things look like they're going wrong or like the sculpt is just ugly or whatever because like sometimes your art does have an ugly phase often it will and you have to just kind of keep going with it Another mm. thing I really like also you brought up was that you said how isolated you were before and then when you got into an environment that kind of embraced you and, you know, nurtured your uh, you being a 3D artist and meeting people in person. That's yeah, really yeah, yeah. something I relate to. I think we talked about this before with Ash that, like, I'm also super introverted. Like, I just like to be in my cave and, you know, <laughs> just do my thing <laughs> and come out occasionally. But as soon as I had, like, one experience where I met other people who are working somewhere, I did my internship and meet, met people, I started to see, oh, wow, I can actually interact with people and talk about my art and, you know, be a bit more forthcoming. And that really helps you as an artist, too, because before that, you have, like, this whole door closed with the community that is out there that you can share your art with, talk about it, get some confidence in yourself and that's super important and that's that's something that can happen I think very quickly if you're by yourself and you know trying to study Mm -hmm. and get better and have also that pressure you need to get better quickly but nowadays it's so nice because you can go online and not be alone in that whole process of getting better (laughs) like you don't have to just put all that burden on yourself there's other people who can help you like lighten that burden a bit at least so that's really cool yeah and like uh that was that was the thing that caught me off guard with like uh, the the communities out here because like uh, I like before then I was like in no Discord communities and like uh, I was pretty much just like uh, going on YouTube just learning by myself. But uh, at the moment, like uh, I kind of started hopping into a few groups and uh, just talking to people, like uh, and like getting their feedback, like in a in a way like it. it it, it was kind of, it was nice, like, uh, at least, like, talking to people, getting their feedback, and seeing other people's work, and, like, uh, giving feedback and stuff like that, too, and, uh, yeah, like, uh, I feel like the communities, like, in, in a good way, like, uh, whether or not, like, uh, it, like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to describe it, 
like uh, it's pretty nice that like it is like there are communities like this especially during what's going on oh, with yeah. the pandemic right and for sure so like yeah and man i don't know i don't know how to describe it <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, th- I think that makes sense for for to me like I think that if not for certain discord groups or whatever my time in the pandemic would have been a lot more miserable 100 percent uh because with discord we can connect to other people other people who do similar things as us we can like make friends and then on the flip side we can also like even though you know there is that like sort of social media like um pressure to always respond to people immediately or whatever we can choose to just not respond to people and since it's the internet like a little like i think people are maybe maybe some people are slowly getting around to the idea that like when it comes to internet interactions you just shouldn't expect someone to get back to you immediately which is great because sometimes even i extrovert extraordinaire do not want to respond to that dm immediately i want to wait four hours yeah. before i <laughs> respond five days. For five days or completely forget it no um and so like i i think that it really just goes to show it it I've said it before and I'll say it again, something that is becoming a consistent sort of like human theme as we talk to people has been community. Like no matter, you know, where on the social like spectrum you find yourself falling on, like I feel like we've learned or I'm learning that people need other people in some way or another, like whether it's just like, you're super introverted and you're cool with just your partner or whatever that's fine or if you're like like super super extroverted and you need to like have a bunch of people to like hop on a call with you or whatever right now like people people really need people and i think it's yeah um thanks to people that artists are getting you know better and better at the things that they do and people feel more encouraged and they feel less alone and stuff like that so it's all it's all it's all good it's all good warm fuzzy feelings i love community (laughs) (laughs) and and for me like uh i'm still like getting trying to get used to like social media like Mm -hmm. in in, like the at least like the posting your work side of things because like there Mm -hmm. are times where like i don't post for weeks but like i I just post once i'm like okay uh see it but don't see it please like uh, i'm like oh like uh, i i don't want you know like uh, i'm just like okay i just want to post in and dip out and then like uh, yeah. ignore it for the rest of the day like uh I, I, i'm <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like i'm still pretty shy like when i see like a like a huge like uh call of like discord people mm. in you know and i'm like oh man like i think i'm Uh-oh. I'm good for now i'm gonna play some like a uh, call of duty or something you know yeah. oh, it's yeah. so hard to bring yourself to put yourself in those situations i think but then it's like when you do it people are usually really chill about it <laughs> and i feel like yeah. i'm always in my head so much and then i'm in and everyone's like oh thanks for joining it's like oh god what's Man. That <laughs> as a person who is in a server where there is often a call with a bunch of people in it because I'm in there. If you ever see me in a voice chat, please come into the voice chat. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Like seriously, like cause like people are are like at least the people that I've hung out with, they've 
really given me some like really great perspectives on life I feel like I've grown as a person and like even if it's just to lurk I totally encourage lurking because sometimes people don't want to talk they just want to have like like podcast version of people just talking about whatever nonsense (laughs) so they'll like mute themselves but not deafen themselves so they can hear what kind of nonsense I'm talking about in the chat at the at the moment um but 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 totally like I think it, it can be kind of um scary to kind of step out of your shell but I don't know so far people are nice and if they're not nice then I'll just you know address it because I have power to do that so um (laughs) not to threaten anyone but to threaten mean people no (laughs) oh no it's you know like it's kind of like walking into like a another classroom for the first time where it's like oh Oh, shit like i i seen these like people before but i don't like uh what should i say like uh, i know the people in my classroom absolutely not i mean like i know in the in the club uh which is where i hang out all the time whenever you people join like basically everyone is like hey how's it going like we've made it a point for people to like greet each other and stuff so um if you ever if you ever see me around you should like you are already invited you are oh, already yeah. in the voice chat with me in spirit. Just you just have to pop in. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. Plus, like, like, I feel a... like sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, sorry. Here you go. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say that I feel like uh, at least amongst other environment artists or whatever that I know, like people have seen your work, and I'm sure they would love to like get to know you as a person. Like you, no. you have more to offer than just your work. You yeah. know, like you can show them like how cool you are. You can show them all your funny little reacts and emojis that you have. You can send them. them I can't wait to spam them with like CRT images that I found off the internet somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, moving on to the next topic. Um, I just wanted to ask you if you can tell us a bit about your art. I know that's like very a broad question, but um, I really enjoy all the sci-fi art you do and how much detail you have in the things. It's insane. Like, yeah. I just enjoy looking at it. It's true eye candy to me. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to know, like, what initially always inspires you to do these projects? Is there, like, uh, something from your uh, childhood, maybe, that al- always, like, excited you? Or is it just something that you um, developed over time? Um, yeah, I just wanted to know, like, your thought process, what goes through your mind when you start a new project or what went into this project we can even go into some specifics if you want like i'd be down to hear (laughs) oh yeah like uh i guess for me like uh, it was a weird mix of like uh childhood like movies that i enjoyed like uh i don't know why i was watching blade runner like at like (laughs) 12 or 13 but like uh i was like uh, like all those like sci-fi and fantasy type of movies like uh, i always liked the aesthetic of like how grungy yet like crisp like uh all the lighting and scenery mm. was and uh i think uh with the crts like uh i i really really love like fallout new vegas and like uh at least like with uh with seeing like the crts for the first time and mm-hmm. like uh, i haven't played any like mmo type of or like uh, rpg type of games until then like when i saw a crt for the first time I was like, damn, like, uh, subconsciously, I was like, damn, I, I really like the way this looks, and, yeah. like, uh, I kind of forgot about it and stuff, but, like, uh, 
when I kind of started learning hard surfacing and like uh, going through the motions of like just like bashing out some stuff, uh, I kind of I was like I kind of started like uh, adding screens to it and seeing like what weird way like uh, I could add like a screen to like uh, whether or not like if it's like this weird cooker thing that like has like fifth like fifteen unnecessary screens that like. Uh, don't do nothing but look visually pleasing like mm-hmm. i was like okay like i might keep this and stuff you know and uh i think uh there is uh there are some moments where like uh i whipped out the art in order to like practice on what i'm working on like uh there's still stuff with heart surfacing i want to learn and mm-hmm. like uh i don't know like uh it was a weird mix of like watching youtube videos and seeing like uh what the heck was a chamfer? Like, uh, oh. <laughs> I, it's, I found out it was a fancy word for bevel. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, oh man, like it, it blew my mind. I was like, damn, okay. Like, uh, I think just learning like bits and pieces of that and adding it to, to my art, like mm-hmm. has been like, uh, one of the factors, uh, that I felt that I've been able to learn from. And, uh, also like, uh, I tend to like, uh, stray away from sci-fi sometimes, uh, once in a while. And, uh, I guess it's more of, like, uh, I don't want to get, like, too comfortable, so, like, uh, mm. I'll just, uh, work on, like, uh, I don't know, like, for me, like, it's intimidating enough to do something that I don't know, but, like, uh, to learn from that, and even, like, if, uh, that project didn't work out at the end, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, again, like, you learn something from it, and yeah. then hopefully you can use it in a, a next project and stuff, but, yeah, like, uh, a lot of film, a lot of games, like, uh, I think, weirdly enough, I feel like, I know Akira and, like, uh, what is it called, uh, Cowboy Bebop is, oh, like, yes, the yes. same, like, yeah, go-to for everyone, where it's, like, yeah, like, this is a sci-fi, like, I like sci-fi, <laughs> yeah. but, like, uh, yeah, in all honesty, like, those, like, uh, spaghetti western type of sci-fi type of stuff, like, it's, it's really dope, and uh, mm-hmm. I think recently, like uh, synchro- synchronous or synchronic mm-hmm. uh, on Netflix, like uh, it's like those type of like uh, like small small or like uh, broad type of uh, sci-fi mm-hmm. stories. It's like it's very inspiring. I'm like, damn, like this is pretty dope. Like I want to do this. Like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not good at storytelling or anything, but, like, uh, at least, like, when it comes to art in general, like, uh, lighting or, like, uh, or, like, modeling or, like, uh, shading and stuff like that, like, uh, those in itself, like, tell, like, a nice little story. Yeah, for sure. Good, like, uh, yeah, invoke, like, some sort of, like, emotion, like, to that piece. And, like, uh, I know, like, I use, like, a lot of, like, uh, edge lighting to it. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, for me, I'm like, yeah, like, I love this edge lighting because uh, it, it feels nice to me. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I overdo it, but, like, I'm like, oh, man, like, edge lighting and <laughs> reflective, uh, reflective screens and stuff. Oh, yeah. man. But, I mean, yeah, like, like, I uh, feel like that's fine, completely fine. Like, art can be heightened reality. I think that that's completely yeah, sure. fine. So you being like, oh, man, should I? So if you're ever like, oh, man, should I add one more light? You have my permission to add one more light. Put in oh, the yeah. put in no. the put in one Do it. 
Well, I think it's interesting because you said that you're not good at storytelling, but looking at your props, you have like so many interesting little things incorporated in it. It makes me already figure out like a story or makes me like intrigued and be like, oh, I wonder where this prop would be located and what the surroundings of it would look like. Like it, only those small stickers that you have like all put on it. Mm. And, you know, that already is a lot of storytelling to me. I think you're underselling yourself a lot. <laughs> like, um, uh, it's it's amazing they all could be like from some sort of film or short film or game and um that's why i always when i see your work i always thought it's like some uh fan art from an existing ip but then looking through your stuff it's like completely original and like wow this is insane how do you concept i got what my next question was actually how do you concept these like do you just concept in 3d or do you have like a huge mood board and then kind of mash them together and go as you uh, let go what, what's your process in that uh, my like my mood board is a definite go-to for this mm -hmm. type of stuff or like uh i'll be going through pinterest uh, pinterest like uh, grabbing uh i like some like hard surface shapes that i like mm -hmm. uh, whether or not it's like crts or like uh old pieces of like weirdly shaped metal that I could just drop into pureref and stuff and uh for like 3d wise like uh i so wish i could draw i'm telling you like uh, <laughs> I, I really want a concept one day where i could just like do the 2d stuff but like uh for now like uh, i'm stuck with like blockouts and uh for the most part like i, I was bad at like not using blockouts and then like some of my older okay. stuff kind of looked weird but like mm. uh over the years like when i started doing that like it helped me a lot I don't want to say a lot better. I know that's not a word, but like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, thing. like, yeah, it, like it was weirdly like one of those things where it's like, uh, just seeing the rough shapes and seeing like, uh, the idea, like in a rough basic form mm -hmm. could look, you could pretty much pick and choose like, okay, like, uh, this is one part that I don't like about it. And then you could kind of just like tweak from there. And, mm -hmm. uh, same thing with environments too, where it's like, uh, you, you could kind of start to build that visual library when it comes to like doing like the rough draft version of like anything and yeah like for me like i really really like stuff like pinterest because like uh there are just enough weird people who do like have a bunch of crt images that could like uh that could finally use and you know like uh it it's a weird microcosm of like uh of like references oh, yeah. uh mm -hmm. and uh i think uh in was it reddit like uh in reddit recently like uh, i found there is a, a reddit called spicy pillows and it's basically like uh, it, you know when bad like uh phone batteries and stuff are like broken and then they start to inflate oh, and, like, oh yeah, some yeah, people, yeah 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 and some people hit it with a hammer just to get it to inflate and stuff and like uh that's why I use for I I use that as references for like some decals that I'm working on. And I'm like, damn, like this is a weird subreddit, but like I'm here for it. Like, oh my we god! Like, <laughs> and I was like, spicy pillows. Like, what the heck? But it's like it's like those type of like weirdos that like make me happy to do like mm. hard surfacing and art in general. And like, uh, and I'm just saying, like, uh, be weird with your art in in a way where it's like. Uh, don't worry too much of whether or not like uh the idea you have is not gonna work out right but mm -hmm. just just execute it and if it doesn't look right then you yeah. know you could always like 
change it back and you know uh i don't know yeah but that's what yeah, makes references sense. yeah like no, uh, it's, it's... yeah it's it's i don't know but at least for me like yeah references and just like maybe concepting in 3d those are the mm -hmm. main things and also uh, a lot of a lot of like feedback you know like mm -hmm. uh, it's always important to like receive feedback from other people because like uh, nine times out of ten you kind of get tunnel vision yeah. when you're working on something and uh what looks right to you could look off to like a few other people and stuff yeah oh sorry you need water no worries <laughs> that's fine <laughs> you're hydrated <laughs> It's yeah, always yeah. good to get some fresh eyes on your work for sure. And like you said, not staying in your head too much is a big thing, I guess, because just doing and trying out and failing is so much better than just thinking about it for like a week and being like, oh my God, should I do oh. this? Should I not do this? It's like, just do it. And then if it's shit, it's okay. Just move on from it. <laughs> like, it's, so, it's so weird because like it feels like the opposite, right? Because I think that maybe we're taught to like people in general are taught to kind of be careful with what oh, yeah. they do yeah. you know uh because like you everything is about time or like even maybe even to a degree with like i don't know something as simple as like cooking food like you don't want to waste the food so you should yeah. think about <laughs> what you're doing with it but even with like cooking like like there there is a reason why people or maybe just be say that cooking uh is no it's baking is a science and cooking is like art because yeah. you have to like experiment and stuff and, and, it, and it feels so uncomfortable even for me i'll say it it feels really uncomfortable sometimes you know like being trying to be okay more with making mistakes and yeah letting something look like crap because like i just spent six hours working on this thing and now i have to like like do it over or whatever throw it away whatever and it takes a lot of courage to kind of like you know just start doing things and kind of like yeah. getting to like the whole like hashing it out process for sure um yeah i guess we can sure. we, we learn over time i guess like i used to be terrible at that and then now I'm just like, oh, fuck this, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm still working on it. I honestly am still, I'm still working on it. Like, that's something that I'm trying to work on with myself. It's not getting too caught up in my head with trying to make something, yeah. like, perfect, yeah. you know? Like, sometimes it just has to fit with everything else. It's like, oh, man, why, why stress out about this sconce lamp when no one is going to look at it as close as I am? You know, like, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like things like that where it's like uh, sometimes like uh, it it's okay to like uh, to like take a break, step away from it, you know, like uh, because I don't know, like y you always kind of feel like okay, I really got to do like all these things now. I gotta make it perfect now. Mm. But like yeah, uh, it, the more like uh, I, as yeah, both uh, you know, you have amazing artworks and stuff too, where it's like uh, yeah, I already learned from uh, the you know where it's like okay, yeah, I know when to take your time with these stuff, and like uh, with some of the newer people, like uh, they always feel like they have to do it like all today, or mm -hmm. like uh, they kind of get like a little bit burnt out in a way where it's like oh, if I haven't done like 
uh, all the texturing and modeling and uh, concepting in one day, like, then what? And you kind of get into this weird, like, burnt out mind state where it's like, damn, yeah. like, hey, what now? Like, I feel discouraged and stuff, but like, it, it's always good to like uh, step back, uh, yeah. see see what you like about it, what you don't like about it, and then you know, like, uh, you kind of learn from it in in a way, like. I know, like, I always had that bad issue with that, where, like, uh, I think there were some nights where, like, I'll be going to sleep at, like, one, and like, waking up feeling like shit, and I'll be like, oh, damn, like, uh, I don't want to do this, like, mm -hmm. I'm not up for it today, but, like, uh, over the years, you kind of learn, like, okay, like, uh, there's always tomorrow, you know, yeah. and you can, you can always revisit, like, something that you want to finish and stuff, like, you know, and... For sure. Exactly. Yeah. You just have to be patient and be patient with yourself too, I think. Like not, you know, judging yourself over time that you're not being fast enough. And I think what maybe helps with that, and that's what probably why younger people or students have this mindset is when you start working, you realize that nobody expects you to finish a prop in a day or like nobody expects you to finish a whole level. <laughs> <laughs> in a week or something you know like you start getting like this more healthy mindset like okay as long as long as you have like a good working environment that supports her, obviously but you realize okay this is a team effort you're not by yourself all mm. the time figuring things out you can get help and i think it would be nice if this would be also carried out to younger people and students that they don't expect that they have to know everything straight away and have to be the fastest person ever, like texturing, modeling, environment art, yeah. uh, rigging, animation, everything, you know, like it's, it gets overwhelming <laughs> exactly. to yeah. think that. And that's maybe that's why we all started having these thoughts in the first place, because you don't know, like you have no idea how things go work in out there after like you do your own projects it's a very different thing to work by yourself than on a team so you get yeah, a weird and, mindset over time and like uh the, for the most part like they always see the end result of the thing and realize like right. uh, it it feels like it was completed like in a in a day or in a week or something like that yeah. but like that stuff like the person who's working on that like they may have been spending months or even like uh, years on that stuff. And, you know, like whether or not it's when it comes to like making a kit bash or like uh, building up a library or anything like that, like uh, that stuff takes time. And, uh, and nine times out of 10, you realize what you like want with your project when you run into like a roadblock and, yeah. you know, like uh, I wish I was told that like in, <laughs> in, in college all? and stuff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Should be a whole course about it, to be honest. Like, and, and, uh, technicalities are great, but the way you deal with your work and time and, you know, keeping a healthy relationship with art is just as important, I think. Exactly. For sure. I think uh, something that I kind of remind myself sometimes is like I had a conversation with Dries a long time ago. Uh, like a couple months ago and uh, like I think we were talking about like progress in art and stuff like that and we were talking about like how he got to like the level of stuff that he does and stuff like that and like obviously he puts in a lot of time into what he does but a lot of it for him is also being patient with himself and like giving himself like a chance to like learn 
which is something that I am struggling with because like, like we all said, like there is a pressure to be good right now. Sometimes you have like stakes and stuff where like you don't want to let like your, your, your mom down or whatever, or like I didn't want to let my parents down or whatever. Uh, and so you feel like you have to be like good right now. But even if, even if you have that feeling, it doesn't change the fact that you still have to like spend time with something, you know, like just because I don't want to make my parents sad with me about what I've chosen to do. It doesn't make me learning game art go faster. No. You know, it's, <laughs> I still classic. have to like sit there and like work at it over a long time to yeah. have something kind of start to look like something. So hopefully hopefully that's a that's something that i'm gonna try to continue to like remind myself of is just being patient um and honestly like you also said something like um like sometimes you're just not feeling it and you just say oh well i can like work on stuff like i feel i honestly feel like that's really okay because sometimes there are days where you're just like i just want to sit around and eat potato chips that's fine you know (laughs) and like it shouldn't be like like uh a lot of things in life look to me like it's a it's about mileage rather than how fast you do things so it's more about like consistent like chipping away at something rather than like i don't know like doing it all at once or whatever but yeah that's i think that's why it's so unnecessary to like you know when there's always this main question how long did this project take you how many hours did you work on this like it's helpful maybe but every person's so different that something can take like you know longer time for somebody else than the other person especially when you're like a beginner you can't like mm. make you know put like an hour on it yet really like there shouldn't be a pressure to be like okay i need to be just as fast as this person because they finished their project in two months that means i need to do yeah. it now too like you yeah, can't no. put the same mold onto everyone it doesn't work for that sure it's um they kind of like uh, always like uh, set like deadlines like okay like uh, i'll make one project one month and then do the same thing but like uh, it you know like that's that's not the way to go in some yeah. instances where it's like yeah like it's they see the they see like how long it takes and stuff like mm-hmm. that but like man it, it's all about like yeah patience like uh, yeah. i know like it's it's been stressed out a lot but like Patience is one of those things where it's like, uh, I'll say it, it's a virtue. Patience Uh-oh. is a virtue. But like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you can learn it. I think you can. Yeah. <laughs> no, not again. Awesome. <laughs> no, I only wish I had patience when I'm cooking, too, because like, uh, oh. I, I either end up like burning my food or like undercooking it. And I'm like, oh, like, no. I'm just hungry at that point. Just like, okay. let me have my meal. <laughs> it's, like, it's it's okay. Like one one day for my cooking skills. Yeah, you yeah. got so much patience and three D. Like you can yeah. give yourself some freedom in that regard. <laughs> You see, like, a smoke coming out my window and stuff. No! It's like, oh, God, it, is this house on fire again? Oh, no. Fake gone wrong. <laughs> I think this is a good part to have a little break. And, um, yeah, we'll be right back.
before the break, we talked a little bit about just being patient with yourself when working on your art. We got into Saudi's uh, education history and a little bit of their uh, artistic history. And I kind of wanted to talk about next, um, maybe like a little bit of a, a another tangent on your personal work. Um, I kind of wanted to know if there was a point in your personal work where you kind of saw like a bump in in like quality because I, I feel like with art sometimes there's like this plateau that kind of happens where you're you're making a bunch of stuff and you know like you get to a point where like you see the stuff that you may want to make stuff like like on art station or whatever but your stuff isn't at that same level and there's like a bit of a gap so I was wondering if you had any sort of experiences like that and what kind of helped you overcome those uh, gaps. See, I'm going to be honest, I'm not even sure, like, uh, I'm not sure when, but, like, there, there are some moments where, like, I realize, like, maybe, maybe between, like, the RV and, like, uh, at least, like, the RV and the CRT stuff, where I realize, mm -hmm. okay, like, I think it, this may have been a nice little, like, progression step. It, it, it's probably, like, a small step, but, like, I noticed where it's like, oh, damn, like, actually, like, this looks better than the previous ones that I did before. And I think uh, there are some moments where, like, I was trying to figure out, like, man, like, was it the lighting that got better? Like, uh, you, you know, you can't really tell, like, what happened. But, like, uh, I guess the other thing that helped out was, like, uh, I started, like, uh, reaching out for feedback more, like, uh, and, like, before then, I'll reach out for feedback, but, like, uh, maybe, like, once or twice, like, in a while or so, but, like, uh, when I started, like, uh, talking with other people and getting, like, their perspective on things, uh, and, like, uh, applying that back onto my stuff, like, uh, and that's when I realized, I was like, oh, my God, it, I, I don't like talking about my work where it's like, oh, man, this got good, hell yeah, like, because right, I still feel sure. like, you know, like, uh, but yeah, like that's why I kind of realized, like, okay, like uh, it, it kind of is a bit of a step up compared to the last one, you know. And uh, I think the one thing that I'm trying to remind myself is that, like, uh, each artwork doesn't have to be as best as the last one, like, uh, because, mm, like, uh, that, controversial. yeah, controversial. Yeah, like, uh, that, that's a fast way of like getting myself stressed out quickly mm -hmm. at least like for me where i'm like damn like uh and, like i noticed like with the food cart like uh i was like man i gotta make this have like all the cool arms and the cool crt stuff uh but then like later on i was like like after i was done with it i was like maybe i don't need to make a bigger piece of clumped up technology that is bigger than a food cart mm -hmm. like maybe i should focus uh on form and texturing with the next one and that's when i did the like uh the what is it called the aliens like ridley scott like screen mm. thing that mm. you know so like uh i kind of was like okay like uh, maybe for this one like uh i'll probably focus more on that and a little less on like the uh, i don't want to say razzle dazzle but like the razzle dazzle of the arms and stuff but like yeah like i don't know like that was the one rare moment where I was like, okay, like, uh, I finally saw, like, an uh, improvement, and mm -hmm. hopefully, like, uh, 
this doesn't have to be like uh every project doesn't have to be like a major improvement but like hopefully then okay use what i learned into like the next few projects i want to do one day you know mm-hmm. for sure small steps are i think probably more important like the the little bit of consistency and yeah. stuff and, and as long as you keep trying with stuff that's that seems to be kind of like the 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 better thing to do and and perhaps that's like the message for people who are trying to take their own personal work kind of to like that next like um that next level or whatever is just kind of like just keep working with it and asking for feedback from people who you trust and stuff like that seems to be the way to go which i vibe with that's kind of what i do i i think or i'm trying to do like i have a couple of people who I trust will be like, hey, look at my thing. And, you know, like, um, and, and that's how I've been able to grow. Um, but yeah, cool. Cool, cool. I think it's also great that you said that it doesn't have to be as great as the last piece always. Because I think yeah. that's a big pressure we all have when you have like this one piece that you really liked and people are also saying, oh, oh great, you leveled up a lot with this piece. And it's like, oh shit, I've got to do this again now maybe. And yeah. and people want me to be better next time or have to see a improvement. But um, that also creates so much pressure and stress that you might not even end up um, being able to like pull off anything. Like I've had that, that I just feel like I'm in a slump now and I'm like, oh God, I don't want to touch anything because I'm scared. I can't pull anything oh, off now yeah. because people expect yeah. me to do stuff. Yeah. But um, we don't need that kind of pressure. Like I said, if you see improvement in your own work and own workflow, that's the, I think, more rewarding thing in the long run because you feel more confident in what you are doing in your craft and not that everyone else is telling you, oh, you leveled up a lot by this piece now. It's like, in the end, you got to feel happy with your own work that you produced, even though it's not the same scale or whatever. Yeah, and I think what put this in perspective with me, like, was uh, I think in my one semester that I did of uh, of college, like, uh, there there's an art teacher that I was talking to where, like, uh, it, he he was talking to a kid where, like, uh, he was great at drawing from a young age and like uh, he was able mm. to draw like a uh, really nice like uh photolized people and stuff and mm. like uh, he was talking to the kid and like the kid was like uh, uh ask like oh how does it feel to be young like very young and being able to draw this good and the kid was kind of like oh like i don't know how i feel about this because like uh like you know now people are gonna be expecting more for me in a way where it's like oh if he could do this as a kid what's he gonna do as a teenager Mm -hmm. or adult and like uh, they're gonna have like these super high expectations about like oh like maybe he's gonna be able to draw photo realized stuff but like uh once they see it it's like uh maybe like uh his stuff was like still like pretty damn good but like uh still in the style that he liked it at yeah and Mm -hmm. uh you know like uh there it's like the outsider looking in seeing like damn like uh it's gonna be amazing uh, let's see like you know but it it's with time like sometimes we get to cap where it's like this is the greatest that's gonna be like i could be greater but like this this is the greatest i feel like i'm gonna be and like mm. i like it at you know yeah and i'm not i'm not great at all like i'm not saying i'm great but like uh 
and like at least for every other artist like just remember that like uh, even though that like they're you know like i don't know how to describe it like even though that you feel discouraged about your work like it's mm-hmm. gonna reach that point of greatness one day uh, yeah. whether or not like uh you're six or 60 you know like mm. uh, yeah uh, it's gonna like one day you're gonna have a magnum opus that you're gonna be proud of and uh, i don't know like uh i feel like that's a goal in mind like uh like at least like with social media and stuff like it, it's okay to like uh like you know post your stuff be proud of it but don't let that be the guiding factor of like how you enjoy your art in a way yeah. like uh uh, I know there's this one weird project I'm working on, like the Kowloon stuff, where I haven't mm. really talked about it much. But like, uh, I was like, okay, uh, for some reason, I want to make this uh, this project and mount it on the wall. Hopefully, that's gonna be my magnum opus one day. But like, I'm still working on it. But like, man, like things take. I don't want to say it again. Things take time. But like. Uh, <laughs> Like, also, it's fine because 3D art is yeah. dumb and it ha- you have to do like a bajillion things in 5 billion different programs and then you spend yeah. 8,000 yeah. hours on a blackout like it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And yeah. like I personally feel like the the way I feel like I've made it is when I have a piece that I could truly be proud of. I feel like that should be the same everywhere else. Like, uh, I don't know, like... Uh, I don't know. It's so hard to describe because, like, I never really thought about this before, but now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh, man, like, uh, this is too heady. Like, what what am I thinking of, you know? But, like, yeah, yeah, like, if that makes sense, yeah. It absolutely makes sense. You make a lot of sense, just to, like, like, you make a lot of sense. Yeah. (laughs) It's good to, like, just think out loud and, you know also have that internal conflict spoken out <laughs> it's uh, reassuring because we all have that like um, mm. it's hard to speak about art i think in general for sure for sure um moving on to the next topic we were both really keen to know what your experience has been so far working in an outsourcing studio um like um is there something specific where you could also say that it's different maybe to other places? I'm not sure if it's, was this your first job when you started in the industry or did you work at another studio before that? Or even like freelance oh, yeah. experience or like, anything? Yeah. yeah, like uh, this was my first job, uh, like in both uh, freelancing mm-hmm. and permanent work. And mm-hmm. like uh, the only th- other job I'm going to compare it to is like the warehouse I worked in previously. Mm-hmm. Like uh, those two are like contrastively different yeah like uh on the setup and like uh you know like how everything is all like set up in a way like uh for the warehouse stuff like uh everyone like had one goal in mind is to like get out the orders of like Mm -hmm. uh, treads risers uh, wooden vents and all that and make sure uh, we got a certain number by the end of like the quarter you know, mm-hmm. because, like, mm-hmm. from there, we get a bonus, and, like, uh, it, it was always, like, okay, like, everyone knows what we got to do, let's do it, and, like, uh, we, we can have fun at the same time, but, like, don't have, it's gonna sound weird, don't have too much fun, because, you know, like, mm-hmm. the more distracted you get, the more you veer from the, you know, from the goal in mind, but, yeah. like, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like Valkyrie was the same way, where it's, like, okay, like, uh, except for the fun part, the fun, like, it, 
it's a lot better like <laughs> in height compared to other one but like sure. uh, they every, yeah like everyone knew their goal in mind and like it, it wasn't a rush like uh, like they they were nice enough to be like okay like uh, we don't want to crunch you and like uh, this is the way we're going to do things and like uh, it, it made me feel really comfortable to start working here because like uh, talking with all the amazing people at the company and like learning new things uh, whether or not it's uh, things that like I normally never went into like uh, for like in the God of War project like uh, I'm doing scenes like in nature where I'm like oh my god and like I never touched in nature once but like mm -hmm. I'm learning all these stuff from the leads and like this is like this is like blowing my mind I'm like oh my god like I don't know but like aside from that like Work-wise, like, the social aspect of uh, Valkyrie, like, it's pretty nice uh, when when we was doing, like, the, like, going in office stuff, and uh, it relatively stayed the same, like, when we started doing, like, work from home, mm -hmm. and, yeah, it, like, yeah, everyone, like, is always upbeat and always, like, ready to help and answer your questions, and, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Like if it, it feels like an extended family in a way, the same way I felt about the warehouse job. Mm -hmm. Like, it, they're um, my two sets of family, like oh. away from family in in a way. But like, yeah, like it's been pretty good. Like, learn at least like learning from other people instead mm -hmm. of just learning from YouTube. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. How was that transition for you? Do you think did, was did you like get adjusted to that quickly? That uh, instead of like doing everything by yourself, kind of you had now people to reach out to, or um, was that very easy to like get into that? You know, personally, I feel like, uh, at least like for me, like I, it took a minute for me because like uh, in general, like I, I'm a little bit of a slow start when it comes to like mm -hmm. learning something new, but like uh, everyone was like uh, down to help and like actually like answer questions I had about the specific task in hand. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, like uh, it, it was pretty awesome because like uh, before that, like I was like, yeah, like yeah, I'll just sit silently and figure this out myself. But like, uh, <laughs> they stressed this out enough, like when I first started working there, where it's like, don't be afraid to ask questions because, like, more than likely, like, mm. uh, we'll be help happy to help. You know, yeah. like, uh, and I'm a person who's afraid of asking questions. Like, uh, I'm like a, in fear of like annoying people and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, like oh, I'll leave it to you. Like, I'll figure it out on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> but like, uh, people like they were more than happy to help in that mm -hmm. stuff. And I think that was something new that like I also learned there is mm -hmm. like uh, never be afraid to ask questions, uh, uh, even if it's like n like a dumb question because like in a way like all questions are dumb questions even like uh the ones that like yeah, i don't know like uh, i think someone told me that like uh so just to make me feel better in a way where it's like it's okay all questions are dumb questions but like that's why they are questions you know yeah. to be learned from yeah exactly that's a lot healthier to go about it i think than being constant fear of uh, asking things but having an environment that encourages that as well is even better especially if you're um, having difficulties to get into it but um, it's so nice that you had that opportunity with the studio that's uh, amazing yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh sorry yeah oh no sorry like uh, <laughs> did you have a tangent uh, did you have a tangent? You wanted to go no, no, I promise I did it. No, no, no I want the tangent. Across. The tangent is good. No. 
<laughs> Give it to us. Um, maybe oh, no, maybe I, I have a tangent. You you have one? Yeah. No, I forgot. Yes. I was. I said no! I, was, I forgot my tangent. Please. No. My train of thought is like always derailing. Like <laughs> at this point, like in at home, I'm like, oh man, like, oh no, I always forgot one. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined I'm sorry. it. No, it's no, fine. you didn't. <laughs> um, the only thing I was gonna say is that that's something um, that I also need to get better with too. Is like maybe um, like being able to ask questions to someone for me, especially when it comes to art. There has to be a lot of trust there, you know. Which is it's why like maybe I'll only ask for a critique from like a certain amount of like like a small group of people or like my mentor or whatever because it's like. Like, I trust them, and they know me as a person or whatever, and uh, it could, even even in those situations, it could still be kind of scary because sometimes it feels like a stupid question, or it feels like, oh man, this yeah. is such, this is probably just such a basic thing that I don't know about, but, but like, with game art, with art in general, like, there's not really... Like, there's documentation about stuff, but when you start to learn things, like, there's not really, like, a centralized, like, area of, like, information for things. Like, you're looking at, like, yeah. some sort of, like, Maya tutorial from, like, 2016 that someone recorded to find out this one Maya functionality. And then you're in going to, like... In 480p also. In 480p. <laughs> and then, and then you're looking at someone's, like, substance designer tutorial where it's like a substance designer material that isn't even similar to the one that you're making but they do this one thing at 8 35 that you need to know how to do so then you're looking at that like it's 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 so daunting trying to learn stuff and and sometimes i think maybe when we like maybe when i try to ask things from people who are like uh more ahead on you know the artistic journey that be it's like oh man you must do this every day this must feel so simple to you like breathing air drinking water like you you wouldn't want to help me but then like every time i ask it's like they always want to help me and it always feels like a trick yeah. it always feels like one of these days they're gonna <laughs> figure it out and be like oh no no more help for you but like that that hasn't happened and it's just like an irrational like imposter syndrome filled fear yeah. of mine also but like i don't know so far people have been people are, are have been nicer than i you know like i thought that they would be and so yeah. it, it, i'm hoping to get better at asking more questions uh because you know i have to learn too like you guys can't you guys can't hog all the learning i have to learn <laughs> <laughs> No, that's such a good point. And it is something you can literally learn. It's like you just get used to it and then that barrier at some point, even if it takes a long time, just slowly disappears. <laughs> it's slow, but it disappears. Uh, it's the same with me, to be honest. <laughs> um, uh, just a small like question at the end, just regarding your work. Um, is there any advice you could give to other people maybe that are looking to work at an outsourcing studio because mm. um but what's great about outsourcing studios i think uh that you can focus a lot on the art aspect that's uh, really nice because you work with other artists together and nourish each other along the way i think that's really nice is there something that uh, that you can tell others that, that would also like to have this sort of position what they could do to get closer to that yeah i think uh the best thing is like uh tailor your art to the stuff that you want to do like mm -hmm. uh 
if you want to go into be an environment artist but like you're making like uh like character art like uh you know like uh that wouldn't really mesh right but like uh at least like for like applying for something like uh it's always good to like tailor your work to like the position you want Mm-hmm. Or like a, even if it's a general position, like a, you could always like have a little bit of everything where it's like, okay, like here are my materials, uh, my lighting, uh, my modeling, and it doesn't have to be great. It, it could just be like a, something that shows that you know what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, also one more thing, this is off a little bit weird, but like learn your textile densities because I didn't know what the hell that was when I was... <laughs> applying for a few other jobs and i was like oh man like what the hell is a textile density i was like oh, it's boy. like learned a little things like uh, uh just a bit like the basics are boring but like it it helps like you know there's a lot of documentation and like not just our station but like uh a like aid level like mm-hmm. a poly count like yeah. with all these types of resources and like uh sometimes like uh it's good to like you don't have to be a pro at the thing you're learning you just have to know how to do it you know yeah. like uh you know it's like a weird mastery like uh it's better to i don't know like uh tell your art you know to the job you want and you know and <laughs> if that makes sense <laughs> no it does. Totally. yeah because then you get the jobs and the type of um offers that you want like you're not gonna um, want to pretend that you like something else and then work in a job you don't like <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's just daunting and horrible like uh, it's the best uh, strategy I think just to do stuff you truly enjoy and then if you're good at it then you're gonna end up doing that as a job as well and you're not gonna feel like you have to change yourself and your interests to just fit into a position like there are positions that can fit to your interests as well exactly and I know, like, the hiring process, like, it, it seems like, you know, like, uh, you do, like, one or not even one, maybe, like, five to ten different applications. You submit it and, like, uh, you don't hear back from some, but you hear back from others. Like, uh, it, it may feel, like, depressing, but, like, it, it, it's still, like, a, a step in, in the right direction when it comes to applying. Because at least from there, you start to learn, like, okay, these are the these are the things I need to get better at. Maybe. And even if you're lucky, like uh, if the people do respond back, uh, they, they kind of give you like feedback on like, okay, this is what didn't work with uh, this. I think uh, I had that happen in 343 where like uh, there was nice enough to give feedback on my oh, portfolio. Nice. And like, uh, even though like I didn't get the job, like, uh, and the, the people there were like uh, nice enough to be like, okay, we'll message you back and tell you, what you need to work on mm-hmm. and stuff like that and that that really helped out a lot you know and if there's any companies listening uh please respond back to your emails because there are still people <laughs> out there listening and like waiting for the emails back or something even if it's not hey you're not accepted that's even better like yeah. it, that's i'd rather have an email confirming that i didn't get accepted and an email that <laughs> the no email at all you know <laughs> for sure 
that like it's it's such a nice feeling to at least have that chapter closed like no matter if the, the outcome's positive or negative like just having closure is uh, <laughs> is great and would be nice to have um if people could take the time to do that especially giving feedback i think that's amazing that they actually gave you feedback on your application as well that's really yeah. valuable for sure oh yeah well um yeah i think we're reaching the end of our little podcast journey for today um just to like wrap up maybe what we talked about um it was a lot but we're gonna try as always to <laughs> summarize so if you guys uh, see i forgot something please uh, don't hesitate to, con uh, to um, correct me not contact me <laughs> that's a bit too formal um but yeah we talked about how um it's important to be patient i think that's a really good uh, yeah. aspect we covered um that you should give yourself time to be experimenting with your work, maybe not even if the outcome is bad or maybe if you fail at mm -hmm. some point mm -hmm. in the process, it's okay. You mm -hmm. uh, still did something and um, keep doing um, what you do. <laughs> and uh, eventually, if you create art that you are passionate about and that you enjoy doing, you will find a position that will nourish you and you know support that um, interest that you have and as Sadie said I think it's super cool that you got this type of job and um, as your first uh, like step in the industry that's uh, such a nice place to have that you can uh, continue doing what you love and even get out of your comfort zone at the same time that's a great balance I think for sure and then I think uh, as, as always like we are continuing to see the positive impacts of uh, having a supportive community uh, around you and whether that's like um, you're not working in the job that you want to yet but you have co-workers who are very supportive of you and will like cheer you on from the sidelines and stuff like that's really valuable and kind of finding discord communities and stuff to like make friends in and kind of like interact with other people and other professionals and get their get their perspective get their eyes on your work so that you can uh, improve um, and you know, like that's that stuff is also uh, really important. So um, every every episode, I hope I get the chance to stress the importance of community. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, and for anyone listening, you can find Sadie's uh, Twitter and Art Station in the box or the links uh, wherever we have this podcast episode uploaded. And um, yeah, thanks so much for coming on. And I Thank hope you so that you had a great time talking to us because we certainly did um, thank you yeah. for having me on yeah yeah thanks you thanks for um putting up with us you know yeah like that, that, I, well more like putting up with me so that can be a time I, i'll say it's fine no it's fine uh, no 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 please but for sure thank you thank you so much for uh coming on and, and sharing with everyone uh, a, a little bit about your journey and your art and and kind of the things that go through your mind when you work on it because I'm sure that you are um, so like we said before sometimes when you are an artist on and you're a little bit present on social media you can kind of become like this image this personality and we really want to like help humanize uh, the artists that are making the work and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who look up to the kind of stuff that you are doing and probably want to make stuff that's like going in that same direction so hopefully those people yeah. 
will will find something out of this as well. And uh, maybe even one day you guys can all meet up and talk about the same cool stuff. Talk about <laughs> talk about all your cool projects. <laughs> and um, once this quarantine is over, yeah. <laughs> once the quarantine is over, one day. Exactly. Uh, and. If anyone listening would like to suggest someone to join us on the podcast, uh, someone who is a great positive force within their community, along with being great at what they do, please send us an email at allinclusivepodcast at gmail.com. That's allinclusive with no spaces, P-D-C-S-T at gmail.com. They can be a 2D artist, 3D artist, community manager, someone who works in QA, it really doesn't matter who they are. They just got to work in game dev and be cool and and nice. I exactly. would prefer them to be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thanks a lot, everyone, for joining us for the eighth episode of All Inclusives. Uh, we hope that you have just as much fun listening to us as we do talking. And you can find us on a couple of different social media channels. And you can find the links to all of those in the description box of uh, whichever platform you're listening to us right now. Um, and that will include Twitter, YouTube, and Spotify. Thanks again, and we hope you join us for another episode of All Inclusive.